Thanks for tuning in to the hottest talk radio show around. Providing an open discussion for some of the most important social issues and trending topics today. From personal growth or spirituality to sex and relationships, no subject is ever taboo. So prepare to be empowered, enlightened, and entertained during another episode of the award-winning Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. Real people, real topics, real talk. Hello? Can you hear me? I can't hear. Hello? I'm not muted.
Hello? Paul. Hey, Paula. Yeah, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. It was, it was uh, stupid. I don't know what. Horrible what service. Yeah, I know, because it kept saying unmuted. I'm like. Yeah, no, but then I got to, I, I was on through my, my headset, but then it told me that um, I, w- I wasn't connected. I needed to call in from my phone. So I'm calling in now from my phone instead of using my, my other stuff. But anyway. So glad that this is the final show. I will never use this platform again. The worst, absolute worst. Hope they hear it. Wasted, what, five times, five minutes already. But anyway, how are you doing, sweetheart? I'm doing well. I'm so happy that we're connected now. Yeah, exactly. We could have been. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. Oh, it's well. okay, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. We're going to have a great okay. show with lots to talk about. Mm-hmm. It sure is. It is. Um. Let's see. Where can we get started? So I, I was showing Justin. I sent him the same video. He did not watch it. I wish I had not watched the video of the shooting. That is just absolutely terrible. Um, the, there was a shooting, I believe it was yesterday, um, at a church yeah. in Texas when a guy went in. I don't even know why he opened fire. But then um, I have watched, after I sent you that video, Paula, I was on Facebook. And they were showing how many people in the church were actually armed. Um, yes. Which surprised me. You know, you go to church. Who who thought that you had to take your your gun to church with you? But it's a good thing that you know they did because I'm sure there would have been more casualties if people weren't armed in service. But I just don't know. That really killed my bubble. I was on such a high, you know, the last show and all this stuff going on, but. That really set me back. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I was watching uh, you know, the news we were... and they had did it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said I was watching the news and they had did a survey, and the survey was, do you feel, do you, how safe do you feel um, in the place where you worship? And I think they got mm-hmm. like 58 to 60% of the people Stating that they still feel safe in a place where they worship. Really? Hmm. That's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I think it's a sad day that you can't go in where a place where you're supposed to find peace, tranquility. Exactly. And you have to be worried about some crazy lunatic coming in shooting up the church. And now you have to have shooting security. Right. I remember a long time. I remember everybody was up in arms when they put ATM machines in the church. Now you have to uh-huh. have security. <laughs> you got to have, <laughs> and not just security, you have to have armed security in the yes. church. That's what I'm talking about. You Absolutely. have to have armed. But oh, well. Okay. So is life. It's just, it's a sad that's day, just like the, right. Just like the guy that in New York that went into the rabbi's house. Just barge yeah. in and stab those people. That is crazy. But they said he had mental problems anyway. But they have no rhyme or reason. Well, they probably do. I can't say that. But we just can't figure it out, though. What would make someone oh, yeah. do something? Yeah. yeah. Because in their yeah. mind, they're justified for what they're doing. Or they have a call mm-hmm. they heard from from someplace, some person out of out of out of space or, you know, some alien came and told them that that's what they needed to do. It's just mm-hmm. taking lives for no reason. 
it, it's just yeah. sad. Like you said, it's really sad. And especially during. And you know what? It used to be sad, a day. It used to be a day when you know you used to reverence going to church. You know, you get to church, you cut your your secular music down when you, before you put on the grounds. You don't cuss in church, anything yeah. like that. No, None people, of that. They they don't care. They don't care. No, they be That's like at my mom's is. church, um, in Connecticut and Hartford. You know, the people the um people that go to the church they got into the argument. The secretary didn't like what the deaconess did. I'm just, you know making that part of it, but the mm-hmm. bottom line to the issue, they got to fighting in the church. Who does fighting? that? How are you fighting in the church? Yeah. Because they had a disagreement, <laughs> and then they started cussing each other out and fighting. But then next Sunday, you want to go in there, yeah. talking in tongues, rolling out, I want to pray for somebody. If you don't get away from me. Exactly, right? Exactly. Unbelievable. Anyway. Unbelievable. How was your Christmas, babe? Well, you know what? My Christmas was great. Um, great, I, okay. Um, it was. I, I was. Rela- it was very relaxing. It was quiet. Um, I learned um, a lot about myself. I, I know that during the holidays, when you're by yourself, you're not around family. And I have experienced this previously, many, many years ago. The depression. Mm-hmm. I can see why how people could kill themselves because of the loneliness oh, yeah. in your mind. You're thinking everybody's with their family, everybody's having a good time. Um, this is when I moved down here many, many years ago, and I was by myself. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very depressing time, you know. And I really thought about, you know, and, you know, the thought just came to me like, man, I just really feel like killing myself because I'm so lonely. I was just so distraught, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm missing my family and everything. But, and then I thought about that and bring it up to today that I really enjoyed myself, um, didn't get lonely at all. Um, I And I was proud of myself because I was like, I've learned that I have grown so much. You know, it's a mm-hmm. beautiful time. It's a great time to spend with family. But it's not like I never had that experience. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not like I didn't you know, what, know what because, it feels like. <laughs> that's that's kind ahead. of funny because I almost think that because of your type of personality, I can see that you always really enjoy the the company of people yes. being, you know, yes. the, the social butterfly that you are. Whereas mm-hmm. for me, who I can take it or leave it, I don't know if I would be <clears throat> as distraught. Because I was in a house full of, like, 18 people, and there was many times I was like, I wish I was home by myself, me and my baby at home, watching TV, and, you know, we came and ate, talked, but then left. I just, I don't, I, I don't know. So I, I wanted to know, you know, because this is like your second Christmas alone as far as not being married or in your relationship. So is, yeah. it, is it teaching you a lot by, about yourself? Did you ever think that you couldn't stay by yourself? Yes. I, I, you I, would need somebody I, there? I never thought that I could do that. So I really use this as a test. I mean, even though I'm in a relationship, you know, but I had to mm-hmm. spend the holiday by myself. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm learning to enjoy me mm-hmm. by myself and knowing that I'm not lonely because I have family, I have friends, you know, um, but I am a social butterfly. I love having parties. I love you know, being around people, that that is my life. But mm-hmm. this experience, this journey that I'm on right now, 
because I'm I was hardly ever by myself. Um, you right. know, it, the first was kind of difficult because you know I'm. It was weird because yes, I was married. I would wake up, Merry Christmas. You know, we would do the whole family thing. So it was a very strange feeling. Uh, I didn't like it too much. You know what I mean? I really didn't, but um, I had to deal with it. And it was either was going to break me or I was going to grow from it. So I right, used it as, right. a, as a growing opportunity, a growth opportunity to get to know myself and be, hey, you're going to be okay, kid. After all I have endured, you know what I mean? This mm-hmm. one day, if this takes me out, something's wrong. I'm in trouble. Right. You know what I mean? Ooh, so that's that's exactly. how I look at it, you know. And my babe came over, you know, um, later on that day, so we got a chance to spend some time together. So, I, you know, I enjoy myself, and I spoke to you all day and got lots of calls and, you know, texts. I, I definitely met my, missed my family in Connecticut and New England. I absolutely did. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. um, I, I did enjoy myself. Okay. Well, good. Well, mm-hmm. good. We only have what one more day until it is a brand new decade, a brand new year, twenty twenty. Yeah. Looking forward to a lot of great things. We're looking forward to real talk with Will and Paula starting in February, starting to shoot. Yeah. Hopefully this week we gotta have a conference call with with our producer. But yeah, sure. hopefully we're ready yeah. to get things jumping for that. Yeah. So I wanted to kick our conversation off. We really don't really have a lot of time right now. But um, with something that we were talking about at Christmas, I was playing my, my inner Iyanla Van Zandt at dinner, and I asked a question regarding privacy in a committed relationship. Committed relationship, not side chick, not just kicking it, but a committed yeah. relationship, male or female, 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 male and male. You know, we all love here. So wh- however your relationship right. is, partner woman says to the other person, you're wrong for sending her or him that text. And then the other person says, well, you're wrong for checking my phone. Who's wrong and why, in your opinion? In my opinion? Okay. I'm in your opinion? I'm going to say, in my opinion, being transparent as transparent as Paula <laughs> B can be. <laughs> you know, in I'm going to keep it real. Right. So you ask me. Very right. Keep okay. it real, Paula. Yeah. So, I guess, sir. So, he was wrong. Because let me tell you why. Because first of all, if okay, you're in a commit, if you're in a committed relationship, you mm-hmm. shouldn't be texting any damn body in a flirtatious way, or you know, because cheating starts by a conversation, so they say. So mm-hmm. if I'm coming into the room now, I have experienced this. You know, you on your phone, you put your phone down. You know, every time I come in, you gotta drop it. You know your personality starts changing. Of course, those are red flags, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna begin to begin to be suspicious about it because of your actions and the way you're acting. So you're already cheating. But on that me because still gives you a, a that that gives you permission to go through the, somebody's stuff. Somebody's stuff. That's my, that's that's my my husband, my mate that she's talking about. We're in a committed relationship. So if I if I have to protect myself, if I feel it's a, that you're doing something. That you're breaching uh-huh. our loyalty because you're bringing infidelity into our house. That's what you're doing. Uh-huh. You're opening up the as the man. You're supposed mm-hmm. to be the head. I'm going to use this, and as the head, you're going to dictate the spirit of our relationship. So you have now, right. by you flirting and having this conversation with mm-hmm. someone else that's inappropriate, 
you have opened up the spirit of infidelity in my house. So, of course, now I have the right to see what you're doing. So when I go to my suspicion, I'm going to check. And if I look at it and you'd be like, hey, baby, I saw you, you look really good, or if I see a text and I'm going to work every damn day and I see a text <laughs> that you went out to lunch with this girl or you're helping her in mm-hmm. all the situation, and I'm looking at you and I'm like, what is this? Who is this? I never even heard you mention her name. And then you're going to look at me like a deer caught in headlights. It's a problem. So you're going to but use if you that had never, tactic. Okay. You're going to use that tactic like, oh, why was you on my phone? No, I'm going to Right, 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 right. So, no, so, so why you're saying are there you is, doing that? So are you saying in a committed relationship, basically, there is no privacy? So you're against passwords right. and all that? Or the other person should know the other person's password? Yeah, I mean, I, if you don't have anything to hide, what is there to hide? Because if you're hiding okay. something, you shouldn't be in a committed relationship. Uh-huh. Because you're cheating. Okay, so so like you and your girls going out. Like I know you said that you guys was on a party bus. Cute guys there, you know, no harm. You know that your intentions are to do no wrong. But you know, a little light flirting and stuff like that. Sure. That's so. But okay, I guess it will cross the line if numbers are exchanged, right? Right. So let me just let me just let me just put it out there. Being, I'm a big ass. Okay. Player. Mm-hmm. For real, me too. I always have yeah. been. Yes, yeah. I, I am. I am very flirtatious. But the thing of it is, I'm gonna flirt with you. I'm gonna even let you bring me buy me some drinks if that's what you want to do. You understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But uh-huh. I'm gonna keep it to a minimum. You know, I'm gonna flirt with you. You know, I'm a nice looking woman. People tell me that all the time. You know, and I mm-hmm. know it. But the thing of it is, I'm not gonna flirt to the point where. I'm going to disrespect myself or my partner. You know, I'm going to explain. Or your relationship. Or my relationship. I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? I'm going to flirt with you. I'm I'm going to give you my alter ego name, which is Sasha. I'm I'm going to give you that. Mm -hmm. You understand? But the thing of this is that's Mm -hmm. something I'm not going to do. You know, because at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, 15 minutes of pleasure ruining a four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten-year relationship, for what? Mm-hmm. Okay, but so, for men, glad that you said, I'm yeah. glad you said all of that. So, when you confront him, and he said, oh, I'm just playing with her, I'm just kicking out, you know, I'm just, it's, that's nothing serious, I'm just joking with her, blah, 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 blah. Same thing you said, you let him buy you drinks and give him Sasha, your Sasha name, blah, 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 you know nothing's going to happen with it. Why is he in trouble? Because he was doing the same thing in his own way. Because you took it a step further. Now you're gonna. Now you're saying to her, "We can communicate after this." I'm not giving nobody my. Oh, because okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. so you're taking a step she further. Has, because she has a way to communicate with she, you on a regular basis. Right. So your thing of it is okay. I'm gonna give you the scenario. So mm-hmm. you go to the store. You meet this mm. girl, you tell her that you're a contractor, da-da-da, y'all kicking it, she's telling you nice looking, I wish I was your date. Now, you going on a date with your wife to a white party, but, you know, you kicking it, da-da-da, so she's telling you that she needs some stuff to the, to, done to her house, but you take her number. But this is not, this is outside, you have taken this work relationship into another realm, because now she's calling you Monday through Friday. She called you Monday through mm-hmm. Friday from 8 to 5 when your wife is is not available. 
She's not going to call you on the mm. No, you can't tell. Mm-hmm. But then she gets a little brave and starts doing that. But, again, this is supposed to be just, oh, that's just my customer. Why do you have right. a key to your customer's house? Why is your customer calling you, telling you all her personal business? Why are you telling me, oh, I, um, I'm, a, I'm a minister? I'm just, nigga, oh, you're not ministering to her. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. Because the now and now the trajectory of the relationship has changed. Mm-hmm. Just by that one meeting at the store when you're supposed to be buying a white outfit. You should have never done right, right, because right. you already were flirting with her already. Mm-hmm. So it's like Pandora's and box. Absolutely. Uh, and then your wife finds the information, and, I, and I'm mm-hmm. asking you about it. And, and you're going to tell me, now you're going to, like you said, you're going to be like, well, why was you on my phone? Why were you, you know, now you're trying to make me out to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. I haven't done anything wrong. But because you will give me that guilty thing and it make me question, well, maybe I shouldn't have did it. You don't trust me. You don't trust mm-hmm. me. That's, you know, they the good for that. Yeah. Yeah, they good <laughs> to go for that. You don't trust me. Maybe we shouldn't be together because you don't trust Man, if mm-hmm. you don't get out of here with that, you could, no man could ever say that to me again in life. Really? That'll make me want to kill you. Yeah. Ooh. You didn't say that on air, girl. Use... Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Sorry. I feel I you, told though. you. I feel you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. All right. So, All what right. are you doing? Well, you, you know, know what I'm saying? I don't, I mean, you see, I, I, I understand that I'm hypocritical. I understand that there's certain things you shouldn't do on your phone that I perhaps can do on my phone. I understand that I got it twisted. But I, in <laughs> yeah. all, you know, <laughs> yeah, that, that to me, the, there should, I, I feel like in a relationship, you shouldn't do anything that you wouldn't mind if your partner looked through your phone they found. Exactly. You know, I can understand that. Yeah. Or just rather, you know, you know Keep your nose clean, basically, so that if the, if if you leave your phone, because I've been in relationships where I've left my phone accidentally at home, and honey, I don't care how far I am from the house, I turn around and go get my phone from that house because I know there's shit in it that I shouldn't be doing. But you know, in, in this relationship now, nah, I mean, I'll leave it home, I'll leave it downstairs. You know, it's fine. My, he knows my password, so you know. But. I don't know. I, I guess to each his well, own. You know, I can my, understand my, the reason for passwords, but I think your mate should probably have your password for multiple reasons, not just for fidelity, but in case anything happens. You know, they need to get in contact with you, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. What were you going to say? But, you know, he had two phones. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? And then I had the password, and then you changed it. Uh-huh. Ooh. You understand? That's so not the thing good. of it is you don't change right. of course not. That's that's right. exactly. guilt. It is guilt because every time I come in I, I don't like it to this day. If I come in a room and you drop your phone or, or turn it, that will send oh, an angry Yeah. Yeah, yes. that's tr- that's a trigger, that's a flag for me. Yeah. Right. Continue doing what you're so doing. I, don't stop just because I'm in the room. Well that, and that's what I say. I have said, yeah. you, you go ahead and finish texting who you texting. 
And when yeah. you finish, <laughs> you don't have to share your – because the thing of it is is that I ask you, you – I'm always going to ask you, what do you want to do? I don't want you to have to because I've lived this life. I don't want – going forward, I don't want you to have to sneak and do anything because I want you to enjoy your life. If that's what you want to do, go ahead and do that. If you if you be like, okay, I, I don't even – if, if I, I'm – so much so that if you're in a bathroom or you got your phone or you got an Apple Watch or whatever, and it's taking you a long time because I've lived that, it makes me feel funny. It could be innocent. You could be in there taking the longest dump of your life. But the thing of it is, mm-hmm. my mind's going to be like, you reading a text or you, you understand what I'm saying? That's where my mind goes. That's not healthy, but it's the truth. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. All right. Well, you know, I'm just going to, I wanted to talk about, huh? I think what we're going to do is we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about um, Charlize Theron on our show. We're going to talk about, I definitely want to talk about that. But I think we're going to talk about that when we shoot our show. Um, But I do want to ask you, so since we're talking about, you know, social media, text, all that kind of stuff. So let's say that um, you're in a relationship and you notice that your man, is just liking every time you turn around. You know how they always show you um, who likes pictures or whatever. Perhaps if you know if they're someone who frequently likes them, do you think it's wrong or inappropriate or disrespectful to your relationship if your significant other is excessively liking or commenting on you know somebody else's pictures all the time? Hell yeah. You think you think it is? <laughs> Wow. Well, let me just tell you. Well, let me tell you. If I if I find uh-huh. out that or kind of suspect, but pretty uh-huh. much you know a woman is good at what she does. That you were in a previous relationship with this person and you're liking her pictures. You know, you're uh-huh. you're saying to her, um, oh, you're liking her pictures, saying, oh, my deep dark chocolate. But you're saying on mine, you just like mine. You're not saying anything. I'm supposed to be a woman. I got a problem with that. But why now? Do you have a problem with liking? Do you have a problem with liking or loving, or both? I, both, especially if you love it and you ain't love anything about it. <laughs> yeah, I got a problem with that. Oh my gosh! And I'm the one that's oh. I'm the one that's doing for you. You understand? What I, I mean, the thing of it is, uh-huh. is that for me, that's leaving the door open for questions. I'm calling mm-hmm. you my deep dark chocolate. And or, you know, somebody hits me on my page, you know, and says, you know, you're so, you know, you're so sexy or something like that. And I had a previous relationship with him and then my mate knows about it. He's going to wonder, why is she saying that to you? I mean, I can't control what people say, but if my man Mm -hmm. is saying that to another woman, I'm going to have a little problem with that. That's like you have a problem with me saying, oh, my God, you look so good in them, in that shirt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You find out. You're going to be like, yo, why is she telling such and such? He's fine as hell. Why you know she- what? This is what kind of gets me. Because if you, like, I don't say, I don't know anybody who says I'm going to get in a relationship. I just want to get in a relationship for about maybe five years, you know. Everybody gets in a relationship, and to my knowledge, when you get to a certain age, and you think it's going to last. But I don't understand how you can go in there thinking that it's going to be like a prison, that you can't do anything, that everything got to be taken 
so seriously. Everything, you know, there's no, okay, I know he's, you can't say, you know, I know that's just harm, harmless flirting or he's a flirt. Know that the person's a flirt, but know they're not going to do anything. Everything has to be scrutinized so much. It makes the person be like, oh, my God, can I be with this person for 70 years of my life? Is my life over now <laughs> just because I'm in a relationship? Well, well, when I hear people thing. talk about it, I'm like, oh, my God, you can't even do that. You well, can't even you, like I a mean, picture without somebody being like, oh, my God, that's inappropriate. You can't do that. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't, I don't, let me just back up. I, I think that if yeah, you like up. a picture, <laughs> I don't, I don't think there's anything really wrong with it. But if you're commenting mm-hmm. on the picture. Yeah, and I commented and something like, mm-hmm, looking good. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I can get that, but oh my gosh. Burning up in the studio. The engineer, do you have the heat on? You know? Okay. I had to turn my air conditioning on for a little bit because it was like 77 degrees in my house. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should cut the AC on just a little bit. Yeah, I had to turn my, and then I just so, turned it off. But, you know, I oh, think wow. that in relationships, especially today with all the uh, technology that you have, mm-hmm. I I think I, I just read this thing about how cheating is just like where cheating used to be taboo, like it's just like wide open now, whatever. Which means that there's mm-hmm. no loyalty. Um, you have to. I'm going to be loyal to you until you show me or tell me otherwise. You know, because loyalty is important. Mm-hmm. But once I find out that I've been so loyal to you. And you're not, mm-hmm. you haven't been loyal to me. And you've given, you have um, infiltrated our relationship because mm-hmm. of your weakness. Um, it's never going to be the same. It, it, I mean, I. No, I, don't say you, never. Well, that's why I was about to backpedal. I'm just going to say mm-hmm. it, it, sometimes it makes it better if both people work mm-hmm. at it. I'm going to say this. I just heard this line, which is just so profound to me. Mm-hmm. I I love you more than your mistakes. I love you bigger mm. than your mistakes. Um, and what did you say that was? It was this movie that I had watched. And I was just, I had to think about but that. But did thing. you say so a line girl, or a lie? It was a line in a movie. Oh, I thought you said the biggest was, lie. Okay. No, there was a like lie in the movie because the yeah. girl, the girl said to her mom, because the the lady was telling her that you just need to forgive for everything. She said, "Did you forgive daddy for messing around with this girl?" And she got pregnant. You know, she said we mm-hmm. weren't together. She said, "But yes, I forgave him because he did it when we weren't together. But still, I love the love I had for him was bigger than his mistake." And I had to think mm. about that for. I had to think about that for a minute, and I loved like that, but I found that it was not reciprocated, only on mm-hmm. your terms. So I think in today that we don't have that unconditional love, and then when you do have it, sometimes it's not reciprocated because when it's your turn to fall, you know, you you don't – it's no more – the person that you thought would ride or die for you, you find out it's not your ride or die. True. And that's that and that's hurtful. So is your love 
that you have for me bigger than my mistakes? Absolutely not. But everybody wants to be treated like that, though. You know what I mean? Everybody wants that. But you don't want to give it. You want it, but you don't want to give it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so we're still waiting for our, our guests to come on. So I guess we can go on and talk about this, but I still want to talk about it on the show. Um, no, let's go to the interracial adoptions because you have brought that up. You said, and actually, yes. Charlize Theron, she has. But you know what? We when we had the lady that was on um, last week, I think that was talking about adoption. She was saying yes. how in certain areas more kids um, are available, um, more plentiful. Than some, so I know. I know. Like at one point, a lot of celebrities, like Angelina, Angelina um, Jolie, she would Jolie. go over to like Ethiopia, yeah, and adopt. Um, but yeah, but you know what? Our guest has made it on the line, so we're gonna go ahead and introduce our guest, Mr. Glenn Ackerman. He is the creator of Energy Awareness Training. He taught CEOs and celebrities to college students and grandparents on how to conquer stress fear, and anxiety at all levels, past, present, and future. So he's here tonight. He's going to talk to us, to us about how to get rid of those um, self-sabotaging energies and those hidden fears that we that I know I deal with. So let's welcome to the show Mr. Glenn Ackerman. How are you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. Great to be with you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, energy is a big thing. I know I, I don't know much about the technical part of energies, but, you know, loosely in conversation, people are always talking about the energy that people bring into your circle and all of that. So can you give us, me and Paula both, uh, somewhat of a, cla- a crash course on what, it, what, what is energy all about when they say, you know, because um, you're, you're the creator of energy awareness training. What is energy all about? Yes, uh, I certainly can. So it all started with Albert Einstein saying that everything that, mm-hmm. that, that we're dealing with in this world is energy, that we live in an energetic world. And then Nikolai Tesla, the scientist, not the car maker, uh, said that, that if you really want to understand the secrets and how this world works, then you'll start viewing things in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. So putting right. those two statements together, we, I recognize that we're living in an energetic planet and that everything that we're doing – and that we occupy ourselves doing is an energetic exchange, whether it's our careers, making money, having relationships, taking care of our health. And when you, when you begin to see the world from an energetic perspective, you can, you can see a whole nother level of reality that, that you can't see uh, not being energetically aware. You can see the, the patterns that take place in people, places, and things because everything runs on an energy. So in, in my work, I describe energy as having a, uh, a power, a purpose, a frequency, and a vibration, and it gives off information. And, and why that's important is because everything has a code to it. So, for example, people. People have an, an energy to them, and that energy, if you can read it, can give you uh, information. It can give you direction. It can give you knowledge and information that you can't normally get through the normal channels uh, of, of what we were taught as kids, you know, growing up. So to, to mm-hmm. answer mm-hmm. your question, when you become energetically aware and you're able to see the hidden energy patterns, and that's what I'm talking about, 
primarily the hidden energy patterns that are inside all of us that operate below our ability to recognize them, now you've discovered a whole new dimension of reality that you can use to do more, to be more, and to have more. So that's the short answer of, of, of uh, how the energy works, and I'd be happy to expand upon that. Okay. So am I understanding that is it situational that at certain times we bring certain different energies or, you know, I, I just have a certain en- energy that I carry with me all the time? I'm trying to make a little bit of well, sense. Well, all of it. us or, – all, mm-hmm. all, all of us are, are – are energetic beings. Okay, we all have energy inside us, and and that energy is what shows up is our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, okay. and our behaviors. So all of us are transmitting energy, and we're receiving energy at the same time. That's why you okay. somebody can walk into a room and you can say, oh, you know, that guy's got great energy. I like his vibe. Or you can walk into exactly. a, you know a, into into a building and you go, ah. I don't know what it is about this place, but it kind of gives me the creeps, and, and I don't want to be around. So you're able to okay. ascertain the the energy, and behind energy is, again, information, intention, and, uh, and a direction. So uh, as we go fur- further uh, into the call today, I'd be happy to go through uh, the, the different energies that there are, because I think your audience will find this fascinating, because this is a new okay. paradigm, especially used for to, to, for personal development and personal change. Okay. All right. Okay. Paula? Okay. Hi, how are you? This is Paula. Hi, Paula. Hi, how are you, Glenn? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm doing great today. I'm in a high-energy field at the moment. Oh, me too, <laughs> me too. And it's so funny that you say that because people say that about me, that if I walk into a room or if I meet a lot of people, they're like, oh, I always love your energy. I love your energy. I love your energy. So, but what I want to know is I'm going to skip, uh, I just want to ask you this question. Um, how do you calm a troubled mind? Because the reason why I'm asking you that is that I have been having issues like waking up like in the middle of the night. Um, but I have been also listening to meditation music that has been calming my, that's been making me more relaxed and sleep. But the thing of it is, how do you calm a troubled mind? Well, that's that's a great question. You know, it comes down to to really understanding how the energies work. So I'll, I'll give you a quick rundown on that. We we are influenced by a lot of energies, uh, and and what I mean by energies is, is uh, patterns, directions, motivations, behaviors, etc. And of all these these different energies that are pulling at us, what one of the things that I'm that I describe it is that energy is like an iceberg. You have ten percent above above the surface that you can see. You have ninety percent of the energy below the surface that you can't see. And the Titanic wasn't sunk by the energy that it could by the iceberg that it could see. It was sunk by the ninety percent that it couldn't see. So I have a saying that says that which we can see we can control. That which we can't see controls us so in all of us we all running different energy patterns uh inside us that we have to deal with that that i classify under two headings just like nikolai tesla did that we have a high vibration energy and we have a low vibration energy the high vibration energy is the the energies that we want feeling good happy joyous free abundant creative you know loving uh getting along uh flowing etc the low vibration energy is the energy that we don't want, and that's an energy of anxiety, stress, worry, doubt, fear. 
and all of those things. Mm-hmm. So these energies are constantly contacting us every day, and they show up in our thoughts, our feelings, and our emotions. So our natural state is to be in high vibration energy. That's what we were born into when we came into this world. That's why you see little babies, you know, they're so happy and smiling and giggling, and even right. children, yeah. too, are happy all the time. They're in, an, they're in a mm-hmm. high vibrational energy. But as they get older, you know, when you go into adolescence and teenage years, you, you run into another energy, which is called the low vibration energy, which br- brings on worry, fear, anxiety, stress. And it, and it opens up a voice inside our heads called, called what, what I call the, the ego mind or the, the narrator. And that's the voiceover that we have in our head that's constantly talking at us, yakking at us, constantly putting us down or trying to move towards uh, a low vibration or a negative assessment of a situation. And that's something that mm-hmm. we all have to deal with in the human condition. And in my work in energy awareness training, which is the, the name of the, the training that I teach, I show you how to recognize, first of all, that even though we have thoughts, we are not our thoughts. Even though we have emotions, we are not our emotions. And even though we have a body, that we're not we're not our body and and we are a body but we also are an energetic being we also have uh, have energies a separate energy that runs the body it's called the life force you may have heard it the the chi the prana and that part of us is is distinctively uh, separated from from the the body so we have our our body sensations you know we want to eat we want to sleep we want to have sex we want to make money, et cetera. We have the, the body needs, and, and then we have right. the, the higher needs, the, the, the soul or the energetic needs, which is to have peace of mind, which is to have tranquility, which is to, to maybe reach to a higher power. So we have two distinctive mm-hmm. forces, energetic forces inside us that we're dealing with. And it's important, the first step is to recognize that we are not those thoughts. So when you get those troubling thoughts in the middle of the night, the first thing to recognize when it starts – you know, and, and the thoughts in the middle of the night are never positive. Do you ever notice that? It, it's never how good life is and, and how grateful yeah. you are and all the blessings. Oh, it's right. always yeah. what's wrong, what, what mm-hmm. you should be scared of, what to be afraid mm-hmm. of, what fear and all this. And this is an, an energy. Like? Yeah. It's, uh, exactly. And this is an energy that's not your true nature. Our true nature isn't to be in anxiety, stress, and worry. Our true nature is to be in happiness, joy, and peace. So in energy mm-hmm. awareness training, what I teach is that, energy awareness, to be aware of how the energies work in our thoughts, feelings, emotions, and our behaviors. And the first thing I, I, I tell people is you can't believe everything you think. You can't believe all the thoughts going through our head because we have 30,000 to 50,000 thoughts going through our head every single day. You know, thought, thought, wow. thought, thought, thought. And, and half of these thoughts are low vibration mm-hmm. energy. They're, they're thoughts that want to scare us, worry us, frighten us, take us into a place of mm-hmm. fear. And unless you're on top of your thoughts, unless you're on top of your, your emotions and you can see how they work energetically, they will torment you. And I went through that for many years. That's how I, I discovered this training because I went through tremendous anxiety and stress and negative thoughts in my head uh, you know, throughout my life, and I'm going, oh, my gosh, how can I turn this off, whatever this thing is that's just plaguing me? And in my work, we identify the, the energy patterns, 
that are connected to our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, and we learn how to separate the high vibration from the low vibration energy so that we're not victimized by the low vibration. So, so the step number one the answer to your question is recognize that you're not the thoughts and you don't have to believe everything that you think. Wow. Okay. Can, yeah, you, so, you, can know, you do that, Paula? I, I don't know because, you know, the mind is a powerful thing. But what, you know, I, I always, like many, uh, we've had a talk show before when Will and I were talking about being connected to the universe. And uh-huh. um, I feel so that I'm really connected to the universe. But what I'm finding is that to settle my mind, when I listen to the meditation music to help me sleep, it does take me to another place where I don't I, – I totally don't think about anything. I, I end up going to sleep, but my thoughts have been quiet. It's quiet. But yes. I, I just want my mind just to shut off without me even doing that. In, in my Does that work, make sense what I'm saying? Uh, uh, sure, sure. And, and in, in my work, one of the things I recognize is that, is that human beings naturally, uh, all of us, go through anxiety, stress, worry, because, because living life is stressful, you know, just, just living and, and trying to, you know, pay bills and work and have a relationship and take care of your health and the car and the house. I mean, that stuff's stressful. So, so we have stress energy coming in every day. Now, here's the metaphor I, I want to m- mention to you. The, the, the energies are, are, are in what I call an energetic body. And that means we have a physical body that we can feel, that, that we can touch, and we have an energetic body that we can't, we can't touch it, but we can feel it. And you, just like our physical bodies, you've got to, you know, we go out in the world every day, and we act, and, and our bodies get dirty. And we come home, and we've got to clean it. We've got to clean our bodies every day. It's something we have to do. If you don't clean your body, you can skip it for a couple of days, but after that, you're going to run into some problems, I think, with the people around right. you. It's, <laughs> right? You get a visual yeah. on that one. Uh, but it's the same thing with our energetic body. We accumulate this, the, these energies, especially this low vibration energy that comes, especially when we're stressed out or when we get upset mm-hmm. or when we get frustrated. And this is an energy that actually attaches itself to our energy body. In, in the, the, the latest uh, research on, uh, on uh, negative emotions and trauma, uh, a book called The Body Keeps Score, it was a New York Times bestseller, says that, that our, our low vibration energy or the, the upsetting energies actually attach themselves to us. And they actually continue to, to stay in our energy body. And if we don't clean it, it's the same thing. We don't clean our bodies. Eventually, it's going to cause problems. And that's why people are running around so stressed because they accumulate the stress and the negative energy, but they don't know how to clean it and they don't know how to, to release it. And in the training that, I, that, that I, uh, I offer and that I teach, I show people how to, first of all, recognize what your energy is and to be able to know whether it's working for you or against you. And then different methods on how to clean and clear and release that energy so that you can be in a happy, positive high vibrational energy. So, and, and part of that is getting out of the head actually is to stop thinking because it's the thinking that causes our suffering. When, when, when you're upset mm-hmm. about something, you know, that hasn't happened yet, wh- where's the suffering? It's in your head. It's in the thoughts. Mm-hmm. Say, oh yeah. my God, what if this happens? Uh Oh, what if that mm-hmm. happens? And you worry and you scare yourself and you frighten yourself 
to death, actually, mm-hmm. worrying about something that may never happen. So this is right. wh- this is about becoming energetically aware in understanding how the energies work in our thoughts, in our emotions, feelings, and our behaviors. Hmm. So then, as you were saying, so the first step, as you said, is to recognize it, identify it. So with yeah. tomorrow, you know, New Year's, everybody, everybody around the country has New Year's resolutions. They want to do better, do more, all of this. So how can you identify those, the F word, the fear patterns that are going on that hold you back? I'm guilty of this. I hold myself back. And like you said, it starts in my head. I start to believe things that I'm telling myself, things that aren't true, things that probably would never happen. But how can a person go and identify those fear patterns that, you know, hold, well, hold you, us back? You just hit the- you just hit the, the, the jackpot on that. Let's talk about New Year's resolutions and energies. This is a, mm-hmm. a, 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 the listeners out there going, can you give me an example of how of the internal hidden energies work? And, and I'd be happy to. Let's discuss New Year's resolutions. So tomorrow, the next okay. day, you know, millions of people are going to say, oh, I gotta, okay, I want to make some changes in my life. I want to lose weight mm-hmm. or I want to stop smoking or I want to eat better or work out, et cetera. So we're going to make these resolutions because there's a part of us that wants to improve. There's a part of us that wants right. to get better, that wants to advance this year. So we, we make the resolutions and we, we start the activity. We start going to the gym. We start eating better, you know, or, or we give up the cigarettes or, or the, the desserts or whatever. And that, that's great for a week or two. And then usually what happens after week three or week four, there's another force that awakens inside us that says, Oh man, do I really want to go to the gym? Or do I do I really want to change my eating? And it's so cold. Yeah. I, I'll work out tomorrow. Right. So 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 we recognize there's a force that wants us to improve and get better, and there's a force mm-hmm. that wants to take us down and wants to prevent that. And if you don't know and can't identify what's happening with you, you think, oh well, I guess I didn't have enough willpower, and I'll try again next year. And, and, and 97% of the people who make New Year's resolutions uh, quit within the first uh, month to six weeks. That 97% failure rate. And why that is is because they don't recognize that in all of us, we have sabotage energies. We have energies that are mm-hmm. working against us, against our greater good. And this is, this is the breakthrough uh, information and technology that I teach because when you're aware of this, you can do something about it. But if you're not aware of it, mm-hmm. th- then you're helpless and you don't know, and then you become victimized by your own energy, and that's what we call exactly. self-sabotage, a part of us yeah. that works against us, not for us. Yeah, yeah. People aren't recognizing that they have those. Yeah, it does. It really does. It really does. Yeah, Yeah, that so, that makes a lot of sense. Go ahead. So tomorrow, yeah, and it's funny. I just did a I just did a, a a video on this yesterday. When people want to see change is very difficult. Uh, there's no two ways about it. To me, to make change, you know, whether it's change our behaviors, change our habits, mm-hmm. change our outlook, it's not easy. It's difficult. Why? Because we have programs that we've reinforced over and over again for years to behave or think in a, in a certain way, and now we want to change them. Mm-hmm. So that's going to take a certain amount of effort, dedication, commitment, and persistence to do that. And it's going to mean changing your energy from one energy field to another. And most people 
don't know how to change that energy field and don't know, don't, don't realize, you know, the, the amount of power they're going up against. So when you want to change a, a behavior or, or a, a habit pattern, you've got to be, you've got to be really in alignment and really know how to do that. And you've got to be a hundred and ten percent committed to making that change. Cause if you're only just mildly interested you're not going to do it. You and I both know when you're mildly not like to, but I'm going to try to do this year. Well, you can hear it in the voice. You're going to try, right. but you're probably yeah. not going right. to succeed. Even the people who say, I'm going to do this no matter what, 100%, even those people only, only make it 50% of the time. So this is where the energy awareness comes in, to be able to learn how the energy works inside you so you can use your energies to help you and not be victimized by it. And, and tomorrow, the New Year's resolution is a great example of how that energy works. Well, you know, I – well, remember you asked me this year, was I making any resolutions? Right, yeah. I think yeah, that's, yeah. that's the reason why I decided that I'm not going to be making any because I think the type of energy that I'm having right now is just mm-hmm. like a – even kill mild thing where I really just don't want to do that. I just want to let what's going to happen. Well, to even with me, Definitely. it's it's stuff on my list. Like like Lynn was saying, you know, you get in, you start off with that high, that high um, vibration energy that I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. But after you know seven days, you start those those low vibration energies come in. You know, do I want to get up? You know, it's cold. I go tomorrow. All those things. So the first step, I need to know how to recognize it. And then I can get right. Glenn to figure out once I recognize it, what's that next step? How do I how do I overcome that so that I can accomplish my goals? That and 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 what did I could tell you the all of the secrets in in one radio show, but that's why I call it a training. But but I can it's it's like mm-hmm. how do I, can you can you tell me how to get in shape and in, in uh, okay Glenn how do I get in shape? Okay, well you work out. Right. Okay. Well, right. <laughs> that's how you get in shape. You work out, but 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 in in energy training, what we do is first off, once you're aware of this, then I teach you how to get how to get out of your head, how to take your concentration out of your head. So, mm-hmm. for example, if you it, uh, uh, here's a a little exercise that you can do. You know, if you're aware of your of being in your head right now, you know you're you're aware of your head, so you're thinking your thoughts, and if you change your 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 focus to the bottom part of your spine. So if you change your focus to get out of your head and to get to the bottom part of your spine, or what I call the center point, that's a different Mm -hmm. energy point. And energy flows where attention goes. So when we're in our head, that's the danger zone. Have you ever heard the the, the phrase, uh, he's in his head, or he's thinking too much, overthinking? That's because thought, overthinking, is low vibration energy. It, it, you know, it, it's it's what you you mentioned when Paula when you said, um, you know, you're awake in the middle of the night. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You're thinking, 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 and it's driving you nuts. But when you get when you shift the location of where your perception is, and and I use the the bottom part of our spine because it's the middle point of our body. You get out of the danger zone in your head, and you 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 you're pointing and concentrating your energy down there at, at that location. And that is a great location, which I teach people in my training to breathe from. I actually take my students and I actually have them practice breathing, you know, m- imagining they're breathing through the nose 
you know, and, and imagining that their nose is at the bottom part of their spine. Now, that's an interesting mm-hmm. visualization, but, but what it does, it opens up your energy channels. And this is the important thing to learn about energy awareness. When you're in high vibrational energy, when you're in the energy you want to be in, energy is flowing. It's moving. But when energy is low vibration energy, when it's the energy that you don't want, the energy is usually stuck. So it's, you know, it's like a garden hose. Remember when we were kids and we we played with the garden hose and we put our thumb over the top and spray people with the hose? Right. You know, you have water going through the hose. Now, water's going through the hose. There's unlimited water. But if you put a kink in the hose, then no matter how much water there is, the water can't get through. And it's the same thing with our energy. When we have blockages in our energy fields, and, and all of us do, when we have blockages, mm-hmm. it blocks our energy from being able to move. And that's the source of all our upset, whether it's an emotional or physical. Blocked energy is, is the number one thing that's responsible for our emotional upsets or, or being unhealthy emotionally or physically. It all starts energetically. So when I work with people and I have people come to, come to me and they ask me, can I, you know, can I get rid of their fears or can I get rid of their, their, their bad relationship problems? Or some people come to mm. me, can I get rid of their physical ailments? And, and I, of course I say, I'm not a doctor. I don't, I, you know, I don't prescribe or, or treat, but what I do do is I work with the energy systems. So I know, you know, uh, I know that if the, if, if there's a problem and they can't find a solution, even though they've been to this person and that person and this position and that thing, then I know there may be an energy blockage there. So I work with, uh, with unblocking the energies, uh, whether, it, whether it's uh, an emotional problem or a physical problem. And I find more often than not that once you unblock the energies, the problem goes away. It's whether it's mm. lack of money, whether it's, you know, a re- relationship challenge, whether it's, a sore this or a sore that, when you move the energy, the, 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 the condition changes. That's why I have a saying that says nothing changes until energy moves. And this is the missing link in personal development and personal change, the ability to recognize that all our problems are energetic. I don't care what your problem mm-hmm. is, if it's money, if it's health, if it's relationship, whatever it is, if you can't find a solution to it, you know, if you haven't been able to figure out a solution to it, that means that the, the problem and the solution is in the energetic realm. It means that there's blocked energy somewhere. When you unblock the energy, the condition usually clears up. And that's why, you know, I have a, a lot of people. I'm here in Hollywood, and, and, and I started, you know, just from, from referral, and, and, and the, the celebrities heard about me, people in the film and music and, and, and uh, sports. And they, they come to see me because they go, hey, this guy gets changed. This guy is able to make a change. And, and it's right. so amazing working with celebrities because, you know, you see, I have people in my office, they're on the cover of People magazine. And you think, wow, they're rich. They're famous. They mm-hmm. got everything. But, but you know what? They're still not happy. Why? Because it's the energy that makes you happy or sad. It's not having lots of paper in the bank or having a Rolls Royce in the driveway or having a mansion, although those, those are nice things. But what really right. makes human beings either happy or the, the quality of their life is, is the ability of how you feel inside. And how you feel inside is either high vibrational energy, happy, joyous, and free, or you're feeling low vibration, which is stuck, anxious, worry, fear. So my work is about 
dissolving the low vibration, the anxiety, the fear, the stress. Even if you've had it for 20 years, it can still, you can still dissolve it and move into a place of happiness, joy, and peace. Everybody listening to my voice, no matter where you are, that's what's possible for you. Okay. So, let, let me ask you this question then, Doug Zang. So it seems sure. like with your training, different people, like you said, you're born into the world with these, these high vibration energies, and then life basically yes. just, you, you encounter these low vibrations. So I'm imagining certain people will have um, more challenge breaking through learning how to identify those energies. Your training, is it individualized? Is it group training? Or how do you do your training? Uh, I do my, my training. Uh, I, I teach personally one-on-one uh, coaching. I have a premium coaching program. I teach through video modules uh-huh. for people who want to learn through okay. videos. And I organize group classes from time to time. So I have a, a, a lot of different ways for people to be able to learn how to do, uh, how to do this. Um, but to answer your, your question, you're absolutely right. We're, we're born into this world with high vibration energy, but we're also born into this world with low vibration energy. And all of us come into this world with baggage. If, you, if you're on planet mm-hmm. Earth, you've come into this Earth with some baggage. Where that baggage came mm-hmm. from could be a, 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 a lot of different places. could be childhood. could be in the uterus. could be from past lives. Or it could be from right. uh, genetics, from passed genetics. down from your ancestors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but this isn't mm-hmm. our first time in the, at this rodeo, what I call it. You know, we're, we, we're an accumulation of our ancestors and what we've gone through. And in my work, I teach all of us go through pain and suffering to awaken. That's the purpose of, of, of pain and suffering is to awaken us to say, hey, there's more, go- there's more to me than just, you know, going to work, going to the movies, eating and, uh, and making a living. That we're here to, right. to grow spiritually and energetically and heal our past, heal our wounds, heal our traumas so that we can rise to our full potential self. So we can do what we came here to do, whatever your unique gift is. And everybody has a unique gift to contribute. So, so energy mm-hmm. awareness training is becoming aware of where you came from, what your purpose is, what your issues are, and, and how to heal them and how to recover from them. Because I believe everybody on this earth is in recovery. We're all recovering from something. You know, it could be our mom and dad right. or it could be, you know, the bully down the street or our third grade teacher. But we're all recovering from something. And, and, and some people have had a harder time than others. There's no doubt about that. And yet the, the training offers people the ability, no matter how bad it's been, no matter how much you've suffered or gone through stuff, it can be healed. It can be resolved. And you can move from, you know, a life of stress and anxiety and, and, and uh, victimization into a, a, a life of happiness, of peace, of joy. I, I know because I did it myself. I went through through a horrible time when I was younger and I had lots of stress and trauma and I was a walking ball of anxiety and negative thoughts and through mm-hmm. becoming energetically aware in the training, I was able to recover from all that and move into a happy life. And that's, what's available for everyone. Wow. How can people get in contact with you? I know you're in California. How can things, how can you get in Cal- how, how can people get in contact with you to get your training, whether it's, you know, it's one-on-one in person or, do your, your modules. I'm going to have uh, everybody, uh, uh, I'm going to give you my email address. Pe- people feel free to email me and then I'll direct you to all. I've got a lot of uh, websites and, and channels and everything, but just email me. I'd be happy to talk to you. My email is energy titan 
at Gmail. Energy Titan, T-I-T-A-N at Gmail. One word, energytitan at gmail.com. And my name is Glenn Ackerman, and I'd be happy to, to converse and, and uh, correspond with anybody who's really seriously interested in making changes. And, and I just want to say, even if you've tried, you know, a hundred different things to try to heal your pain or your past or, or to move into a happy life and it hasn't worked, I promise and guarantee energy awareness training will work for you because it's worked for me and it's worked for, for virtually thousands of my students all around the world. Again, that's energytitan at gmail.com. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Glenn. We really appreciate it. So now I know some of the issues. I just need to get in that training so that I can understand how to how how, how to navigate through it. Well, and once you once you well, really great. learn that from your training, that transpires from your personal business everything, right? It affects everything. Oh, in your you're life. absolutely right. In fact, I tell people if you really want to have guarantee yourself a great 2020 and you want to have a great year. The number one thing I recommend you do is to learn energy awareness training because energy, mm-hmm, as you mm-hmm. said, affects everything. Everything that you're doing is energy. No matter what, even when we get off this call, whatever you're about to do, it's energy. Mm-hmm. So you might as well learn right. you know, the world that you're involved in so you can prosper and be happy starting today. Doesn't that make sense? It does. It does. It, it does. does. Awesome. Yeah, so I'm gonna actually I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on our website, um, so the people who um, look at the show and may not get all your information um, can contact you directly because I think this is good information for going into 2020 and beyond. So again, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it and hope you have a good. It's 4:30. Well, what what time in there? About five o'clock. It's five there? o'clock in the afternoon. The sun's going down on the West Coast. Oh. Wow. 8:06 here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And where are you guys? We're in Virginia. You're in Virginia, okay. So it's uh, already yeah. eight, eight, around eight o'clock there. It's eight, yeah, it's yeah. eight. It's eight over here. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I want to wish you guys well, a very you, happy, prosperous New Year. Thank you for the great work you. you do. You do such great work get, getting the information out to people. And uh, we, thank I'm speaking so for all the listeners. We really love you and appreciate you. So thank you so much. God bless you, and have a great 2020 for you and your family. Thank you. You too. Thank you. All right. Love and blessings. Okay. Thank you. Bye for now. Amen. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay. That was great. That was awesome. So this sounds a little cliche. This may sound cliche, but I love his energy. I love his energy. I do, too. I can can definitely absolutely tell that he's passionate about what he's talking about. Um, And, like, he hit it on the nail. Like, I have all these things in my mind. I haven't written anything down because I said if I write something down, then if I fail at it, then I'll feel like a failure. But I have I have goals in my mind for 2020 that I want to accomplish with weight being number one. And when you text me this morning and said I'm going to the gym, <laughs> going to the treadmill, in my head, I'm not lying to you, in my head I was like, okay, when I get up, <laughs> when I get up, I'm going to go to <laughs> oh, the gym great. too. But I talked myself out of it. I said, you know what, I'm not going to go right now. I'm going to go tonight. And look at it. It's tonight, and I don't plan on going. But, you know, there was that low vibration energy that he's talking about. Well, you have to but, get you know, that I just want to commend you. Yeah. yeah. You got to get that frequency. You got to get it going. Got to get it going. Frequency? Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. All right. So that is it. That is right. it for Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. Me and Paula B. will be joining you in February. Look out for Real Talk with 
Will and Paula B. Um, I'm excited about it. So um, anything you want to say in closing? We'll be um, we'll be doing our New Year's Eve thing tomorrow. Yeah. With some good energy, hopefully. Anything it. you want to say yes. to the listeners before we sign off? I just want everybody to have a safe new year, and I hope everybody gets the desires of their heart and to live freely yeah. and love much. You know, that's yeah. that's Ooh, I like that. Live freely and love much. That's a good live closing for the show. We got to think of closing. Thank you. I like that closing. I'm good. Live for, I, hope I, I hope I don't steal it. Yeah. <laughs> you can steal it. I let you borrow it. You can have it. All right. All right. Yes, that's, all right, that's what right. I would love. All right, darling. Well, I appreciate you so much. You already know that. But for everyone else, I want you to have a wonderful New Year, safe New Year, um, and be very prosperous. Use those high yes. vibration energies. Make sure you identify those yes. things. And get with Glenn. Glenn knows what he's talking about. I can tell it. But get with him and learn how to um, identify those um, and be aware of those energies that you, you have around you. Until next time, which will be in February on a whole new show, a whole new platform. I want everybody to be blessed. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's show. I hope you get a chance during the week to visit our site at livewithwill.com for up-to-date show information, including exclusive opportunities and exciting upcoming interviews. Be sure to tune in next week, same place, same time, for another informative show of real people, real topics, real talk. Let's face it, 